You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just at the seating part of it. Like, they're good at getting what teams the get teams, in. Right, right. But, like, the edge, well, so, like, my question is, is Memphis actually, like, an 8 or 9 seed right now? Or are they actually just a 10 seed, which is what? Because I think their resume is better than what they're getting credit for right now. Like, I think the Brack, for whatever reason, because they play in the AAC. But, like, I think that, like, you look at what they did against the SEC. Like, I think a committee member is going to look at what they did against the SEC in non-conference play and go, wow, that's pretty good. They went 4-1 and one against the SEC, and they beat some. And the one loss was to Alabama. You play close um, And then they're going to look at their other part of their resume and they go, wow, they got one quad three loss, but it's to the second-place team in the league. Like, it's not really a quad. Like, it's a quad three loss, but it's not like it's not your typical quad three loss. So And, like, other than that, they don't have a blemish otherwise. And then if you add in a Houston win, you know, my hope would be it could get you up to, like, a seven. That's my hope. Um, I don't know. Just skip past You know, if you if – if you go by what the bracketologists have it now, it won't get you up to a seven. It'll more like get you up to a nine if, it, if you go by what they're saying. If you go by, hey, maybe they're a little better than the bracketologists think right now, they're in a little better position, yeah. then maybe it can get you to seven, particularly if you – well, we've seen in the past, I don't know if you know winning the AAC tournament will matter that much, especially because it's so close. We know it doesn't. We know the, it never the, yeah. Those spots are already slotted yeah. like we've talked about. I mean, like it would only, so they're it, not going to mess with the bracket They would that only close. do it if, yeah. if a bid was stolen. Yeah. Right? Like if Tulane Like if you beat won. Houston in the AAC tournament finals, I don't know what it's going to do for you other than you get to say you're AAC champions. Yeah. Like I bet um, you still end up as an eight. it's so close yeah. to the selection show, I, I bet you they don't, yep. they're not changing anything off of that game. Which, to me, right, if I'm the AAC, I would say this – does not be, I mean I know I get the CBS but for my think, teams it doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, but I think I I to be fair, I think it's that way for all conference tournaments. I yeah. think if you've seen historically no, right. the conference tournament maybe can get you a seed higher or a seed lower. It doesn't often get you in the tournament other than if you win the, no, right. the whole thing. Like That's we fair. saw with A&M last year. Yeah. A&M, you know, it didn't do anything for them ultimately. They didn't get in the tournament uh, even though they went all the way to the final. Uh, in the SEC, and that final is on. I guess that final is Sunday too, right? The yep. SEC. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I would still, if I would do what the 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 AAC does, take the take the big TV window on Sunday afternoon on CBS. I, I think it makes like if you're Saturday night, you're getting swallowed up by the ACC, yep. the Big East. Now, something I would consider. They won't because they like, for instance, the TV window they get this weekend where they're getting two of their teams on CBS. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're truly talking about, okay, what's going to be the best for our for our team in the NCAA tournament, it's doing what some of these smaller conferences do and playing the tournament earlier 
And yeah, so, like, your there's teams, like, so your teams get a, like a break. You know, you get a few days break. There's like quarterfinals going on today in college basketball already. Yeah. In like the A-Sun and like the little. Start a couple days ago. Ricky Dink joints. Whereas like Memphis, like let's say Memphis goes to the AAC finals. They're going to play three games in three days. And then they're probably flying somewhere. They're flying back to Memphis Sunday night. And then they're probably flying somewhere Tuesday night. More than likely. Mm -hmm. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday night, they're flying somewhere else. Um, And so um, now it's. You know, it's tournament time, so the adrenaline kicks in. I don't think it really, you know, it's not going to matter that much. But um, that's how I look at it. But, I, you know, I think it's fine the way it is right now. Especially, yeah. honestly, like once Houston and Cincinnati and UCF leave. Yeah. Like if they're, you know, like they're if they're a one-bid league next year or like, you know, like getting that Sunday afternoon showcase would be pretty good for a one-bid league. Mm. All right, give me because uh, we, we're having a little friendly, uh, you know, a friendly little back and forth on this. What's the number going to be for the game on Sunday? Let's assume announce crowd. No, no, no. The 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 number oh, from Vegas. John's big on oh, this line. Oh, oh what the it's line. Be. Yeah, I go. think it's going to break your heart. Houston two point favorite. Ooh, two. see, much closer to mine. Yeah, a little closer than I thought he'd be. Yeah, I I think I think I think there's a decent chance Memphis is a is a pick'em. Now, plus two is basically a pick'em. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, but it effectively yeah. is. Two or three, something like that. Like yeah, in the margin. I mean, you know, you start getting a three, that's a possession. You know, that's not a pick'em. What does what does Ken Palm have? It? Seven. No chance. No chance. You don't think it'll be as high? Yeah. Well, they're going to be closer to that though. They're not going to go all the way down to two. Maybe it'll be like that's five. My argument, Mark. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's the well, way I look at. Well, that was a big. Uh, he said, you know, he just moved there. Yeah, like well, and now up to five because they don't go. They don't go that See? far they against don't. Ken Palm. But here's the problem. Exactly. Kim Palm was way off in the first matchup, and that was without Kendrick Davis. The market was way off. That was a 15-point number without Kendrick Davis. It ended up as an eight-point loss. So the market was already way wrong by seven points on Memphis and Houston in the first Me matchup. Me and Mark can't understand you right I now. think it's going to be five now. Now no. that you say that, it'll that's be like five. That's one to point out to you. Well, and again, that's a hammer spot for Memphis. John just if, wants to be right. If they here. give me five points, yeah, that's fine. I'm happy to be wrong. I'd rather be wrong I'll, and get Memphis at five than be I right. Think, and get I think what we've seen with Memphis, they play everyone close. Yep. everyone close. They like, and it's not even playing down or up to their competition. I think it's just the makeup of the team. Like, how many teams have they really truly blown out this year? Like SMU is one of the few teams they've actually like blown out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that it's. Kendrick Davis's return game, it gives him something to, you know, like, because that's a bad, like, that SMU team's a bad, they're 10 and 19. That's a bad SMU team. You don't want, like, it's, the reality is, once again, it is more important to beat SMU than it is to beat Houston this week. Just like the last time they played Houston, it was more important to beat Wichita State, I think it was, Mm -hmm. than it was, was it Wichita State or maybe someone else? Um, But whoever they played before Houston the first time. Yeah. Um, UCF. UCF, yeah, it was much more important to win that UCF game they barely did. than it was to beat Houston than it was to beat Houston on the road. I think the same thing applies this week because I think if they beat SMU, they're going dancing. Like it doesn't matter what happens the yep. rest of the way, they well, could lose their Penny's first. Them. They yep. could lose their I, first I AAC yeah. tournament game because it's you're likely going to be by far their worst loss of the year. They've avoided all of this. Yes, That's why you, there's by the no, way, that would no be a true horrible game. loss. Oh, it'd be a true horrible. Like, loss. Explain this. One. I mean, they also like added a win. VCU won the A10 regular season. They beat VCU by 15. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ended up being. I know it's in terms of quad. Mm-hmm. No, but 
But I mean, it was a mm-hmm. decisive win. I'm against telling the regular you, a committee member, a human being, is going to look at their resume and go, He's right. "This is pretty. Yeah. This is pretty good." So it they is. went out like, and played well, some yeah. people, exactly and they went right. ten and three. Yeah, like I think, a, I think a committee member is going to look at this slightly differently than just looking at the numbers. I so, think so. Maybe they're an eight nine now. Then, like you're, that's your what I'm. About that's that, what I'm, I'm thinking. Maybe so. I'm thinking so. that in my head. Like maybe that's how you you, you think about it. And maybe that Houston win can get you up to a seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Hope if so. they go, if they if they beat Houston, let's say they beat Houston and then lose in the conference finals, conference tournament finals to Houston again, that would put them at like twenty six and eight. I think. Yeah. Right, like that's you know that's pretty good. They had double digit losses last year as a nine seed, right? I know I they believe had the two so. regular season wins over Houston, but it was double digit losses. I believe so, and that's a pretty good record, especially yeah. with the the schedule that you had non conference. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Uh, Penny beat the IRP, but our guest today beat COVID and strep at the same time. Well, he's mm. a he's yep. a man's man. The COVID didn't really do anything to me. It was the strep was bad. But that got that got figured out. Once I got on antibiotics, that was pretty quick. And then I just had to sit, you know, I was put on the bench for a few days. Kids, yeah. man, they'll do it to you. I know. Yeah. yeah. I just pick up all their diseases. You didn't even get to enjoy it, man, because when I'm sick, I make sure that I'm out of commission for, like, three days. Like, don't come in there. No, room. I was still, like, having to, like. He was doing hits and stuff. I heard that. Hey, taking care of the babies, right? Yeah, I was still taking because, like, they were. We decided, like, I Working. had already been around them before I had been diagnosed, and like, they one, they probably gave it to us, and two, like, they hadn't gotten it, like, they hadn't gotten sick, and so, like, it wasn't like I got the first time I got COVID last year, like, I got full quarantined off from the family, and it was like that was a, bad, was, but also like you know, so I could like you know, like, I could I, like just I watch whatever I wanted this every three months or so. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I was playing them video games. Yeah, just letting go. I I, I stay. This in time the, uh, it was not like that. This time right. it was not like that. It was just like the perception on the outside has changed. The perception on the inside had changed. Well, I, as well. I, I I get that that you know your kids had already been sick, so you couldn't really play that card. I'd recommend them not get sick first that way you can really you know get out of your duties as a parent mm-hmm. you know because what's the point of being well, sick? so here's the thing though i like i actually am okay with this because like my wife's about to go through a rough patch here where i'm gonna be away for the aac tournament i'm gonna be away for oh, the yeah. ncaa tournament i'm gonna be away for the nba playoffs my wife hated that i need to i need to build up i was like I needed to build up collateral anyways next that's week. Smart. It wouldn't have not been it would have not been good if I was totally out of commission. It's a no, bet in the game right no, there. That's no. a big time no. move, man. Big time and I'm not there. No. I'm not there. I'll see you in three days. Hey, field of sixty eight debut for this guy tonight. Oh, You're be really? Tuned in 10 a.m. really? Yeah. 10 PM tonight. Who are you doing it with? Goodman and uh Randolph Childress. Okay. I I have a good Randolph Childress story. Uh what is it? I'll throw it at him. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, it's it actually him. not a it's not a good for Randolph Childress story. I was at a Stu, he was coached by Stu Vetter in high school. Okay. Okay. He was a like a pretty well known coach in the D.C. area, and when he he played at Wake Forest with Tim Duncan yep. for a little while, and one summer I used to go to Stu Vetter's basketball camp every summer, and one summer it was the summer after Duncan's junior year where everyone thought he was going to go pro and he didn't go pro, and Randolph Childress brought him to the D.C. area to like work out. And they showed up at the at Stu Vetter's basketball camp to give like you know a talk to the kids. Right. And then afterwards, they signed autographs. And literally, like everyone in the gym wanted Tim Duncan's autograph. 
and poor Randolph Childress had like no one in his line. Oh, and I remember, no. I remember I'm standing there with, I was with a couple people and a couple friends, and my friend goes, "Man, I feel bad for him. Should like, should we go up and like just yeah. get his autograph?" I was like. No, it's Tim Duncan. Like, you know, no, he's no. going to be the number one pick. I want Tim Duncan's autograph. That's how I felt at Tops last week when they were all coming to see John. I was just <laughs> over in the corner. Red Off Shoulders was a number 19 overall pick. Yeah, he was I a good player. He was a good player. Yeah. yeah, like he was a really good player. He was like a McDonald's All-American, I think, coming yeah. out of high school. Like, he was cold. But it was, you know, Tim Duncan was like the dude. Like, oh, it was, yeah. he was a huge story because, like, it was like this guy might be the number one pick and decided to come back. Why the to Wake hell did Forest. Tim Duncan go to Wake Forest? Is it like a Virgin Islands thing? Is that- well, he was like kind of yeah, he was kind of discovered. He was not like a huge recruit. That's he was crazy. a swimmer in high school. Like he was That's more known crazy, as like a swimmer bro. in the beginning of high school, yeah. and then got good at basketball. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That dude just wreaked havoc on the league for twenty years. Wow. Just basic as hell. Yep. You know what I mean? Emotionless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robotic. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Right, Thanks thank for you coming guys. in. I'll make sure to, hey, hey, remember that time you went to that <laughs> basketball camp and nobody wanted your autograph? Yeah. Well, our columnist in Memphis does. That'll be a good first impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they remember that in Memphis, man. They said nobody wanted your autograph. All right. Thank you. I made the right call. Yeah. I, have, I still have that Tim Duncan yeah. autograph. No, you did. You, there's no qu- no question. He's Mark Giannato. Catch Thanks, from brother. 2 to 4. Read him at commercialpeel.com. We'll come back with the rundown. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. I'm Michael Jenkins, helping you beat the books with BetQL. On the ice tonight, the Washington Capitals are out west to take on Anaheim, and the Cavs are slowly watching their playoff hopes dwindle. Washington has lost seven of their last eight and are now 13th in the Eastern Conference. Anaheim isn't playoff bound either, but the Ducks have won three straight, and the Cavs are just one and four in their last five in Anaheim. With those trends in mind, the BetQL model is grabbing the Ducks on the money line over the Cavs for their five-star play of the day. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So we've obviously been telling you guys about our friends at Shoot360 here in Memphis for quite a while, which is a great place to get your practice in and perfect your craft, but it's also a great place to host a birthday party. Oh, yeah. You can do the multi-court rentals, which gets you two shooting courts and two skill station for two hours and use of a private room. You can also do, for 60 minutes or 90 minutes, a full facility rental. Includes 15 guests. Additional guests obviously would, would impact the pricing, but you can 
have a number of options out at Shoot360 if you've got a bunch of basketball players, friends, family, want to do the birthday party. Do it at Shoot360. Yeah, you have a great time. You have a lot better time than we had for my kids' night. I won't tell you where that was at, but ugh. Take them to Shoot360 for the birthday party. I guarantee you yours will have a much better time. And John talked about options. Certainly got a bunch of great membership options. Reserve your spot. It's filling up at Shoot360 as folks get the word that this is the place to be because, of course, it's the future of basketball training. We've told you that for a long time. It's right here in Memphis at Shoot360. You need to go check them out. It's the Basketball Haven at 85 Market Center Drive in Cuyahoga. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901 365 1472. Online at trippetagency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 929 FM ESPN. First story. Good win last night for the Memphis Grizzlies as we do a little bit of a reset here. Ja Morant with that triple-double. Jaron Jackson went up and over Anthony Davis with a 121-109 win. 28-point quarter for Ja Morant in the third was the highest-scoring quarter by an NBA player this year. Um, and, of course, the it was really the third quarter, 47-35, where the Grizzlies took control of that game after trailing at the half, I believe, by 349-46. They'll look to do it again tonight. Uh, against another undermanned team in the sense that they don't have a ton of talent, at least in terms of fitting together yet with the Houston Rockets. And as John said, a team that's certainly uh, tanking and has made that clear. What was it, 71? They gave up to Dame Lillard the other night. I think Denver just got them. They're handing out dubs if you want to come and get them. Mm -hmm. And the great thing for the Grizzlies is you get this team three times uh, over this final stretch. So hopefully you use it to fatten up. And more importantly, like we said, get back right on the road. Yeah. 0-8. Uh, we know that in your last eight on the road. So, again, hopefully it's a nice little way to, you know, ramp up as you head out to much tougher, uh, you know, much tougher opponents later on in this Western Conference road trip, Denver uh, and the like, Clippers as well. So, hopefully for the Grizzlies, the uh, the consistency, especially from your stars, continues. But Bain was good. You see that alley to John Morant yeah. on that one? Yeah. Uh, that came after turnover, obviously. The Grizzlies just feasted on Lakers' turnovers last night. There was lots of like about last night, but I'm like, you know, Mark's probably right in the sense that you don't want to put too much into it. Yes, we like sort of the swagger uh, and the the attitude of this team coming out of the All-Star break here, but let's see it, too, on the road uh, and, and stay this way against some some better competition. We know the Lakers without LeBron clearly, probably not even a, a, a playoff team. We'll see, though. I still expect that team to make the play-in, especially if Anthony Davis gave anything away and saying that, you know, we don't want LeBron to come back early. I just think they, they think they're going to get him back for at least some of the stretch. We'll see if it's enough to, to make the play in. Ain't no touching six, as Stephen A. had projected before LeBron's injury. Yeah, if uh, if you just sort of, like, look at the West right now. Because now, like, look at the West. we're starting to get close enough to the end of the season to where it's, I think, it's okay to start to look at this stuff. Now, again, you are only one and a half games ahead of the Kings. So that should be said. They're seven and three last ten. Yeah, won four in a row. Yeah, best offense since the uh, since ever. Showtime Lakers, according to you. Since ever, Showtime Lakers, they got nothing on Demontis Sabonis. We know that. 
Just look it up. Just calm down. Look it uh, up. Trista got you a little drunk on Kings of late. I don't Let's like get back them. sober. I don't like them, but it's uh, like their metrics are what they are. You know? Defensively, too, their, their metrics are what they are, which is worse than Dallas. And, and what's weird about they got to stop something at some point. What's weird about the Kings is they are just as good on the road as they are at home. They have the same record. 18-13 on the road, 18-12 at home. Check out their points, uh, opponents' points allowed per game and 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 put the rest of the West up against that. Yeah. The only team that allows more is the Houston Rockets. They're, they're not built for the playoffs. Exactly. That's not what I'm trying to I'm, – I'm not arguing that. They ain't going to catch them. It's, it's, it's one and a half. As bro. long as you not, don't go out here and fall on your face on the road here, Yeah. they're not going to catch the Grizzlies. I, I mean, I, I would the, bet against it, but it's not – Their schedule is tougher. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Their schedule's tougher than yours. Yeah, it is. It is. Much tougher, considering. But, you know, look, the way I'm the way I'm sort of looking at this Western Conference right now, we know that, that you're not catching the Nuggets at this point. But if you finish as the two, you know, that would right now put you in a first-round matchup as of today. Now, what's the play-in? It's 7 through 10? Yes, John. So, you're supposed to know that by now. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still. I all no, I don't blame you. It's like the all-star yeah. voting. Yeah, so yeah, figure it out each year. You have to re- relearn it. It's impossible to know who would come out of that. Yeah, I know, and that's why everything's so tight right now, too. This seems like a. Well, know. I mean, it should maybe be the Mavericks, could, but could it be the Timberwolves? It maybe could be them. Should be them. You could have a rematch. You could you could very well have a rematch there, uh, with the with the Timberwolves in the first round. Just to go back, Sacramento fourth toughest schedule rest of the way. You thirtieth. Yeah, I mean, you should not. You should not. Lose the ground if they don't fall on their face on the road out here. Um, but I I do think the key is praying that the Warriors don't fall to six. It's like you're so scared of the Warriors. I am, I am. I need it. It feels like to me like I, there's one more step for Jaron Jackson, and it's doing what he did essentially. Anthony Davis. And I'm talking. I'm speaking symbolically, of course, but doing what he did to Anthony Davis last night to Draymond Green, and then once he's done that, you've graduated to the next level. That's all that's missing at this point. Like, there is no one in the league that punks him. He's doing it over the some of the stars now. You know, I know offensively you don't look at last night's game and just say that's some masterpiece for him, but it's how aggressive he is now. Grown man stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just, to back to since we're talking Memphis, Golden State, how scared you are, Yeah, maybe he can do it this year. Well, it'd be the because, time. Because the truth is, that ain't Draymond. That ain't, that Draymond Green, shadow of his former self. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All it is now is a mind game. And the minute Jaron breaks through, just like Scotty and the Pistons, they had him – the minute he breaks through, next level, y'all. Watch. That's the last thing. It's the last test for Jaron mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm, but but look, you're in great position. You're in, and, 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 again, if, if, if it's not Golden State, then I think you're going to have a really, really good chance of, of getting to the West Conference Finals. So that – and then the, obviously the second appearance all time – for the Memphis Grizzlies, and would likely be against a Denver Nuggets team that you just beat by 30. So, I mean, it's 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 kind of coming up aces for the Grizz lately. It's, I mean, as as rocky as it once looked, you know. Again, different team on the road this season. They let's, are. Let's see it there. But I mean, all all you gotta do is win one. That's it. Just win one. You can go one and two on the road, and you know, or I guess yeah, one and three. I guess. If you, as long as you just win every game at home, one and two. I don't know what the math on that is. You want to finish off some of these playoff series, you're going to be, have to be able to take a couple off the road. Mm-hmm. They've been one of the worst 
teams. Yeah, no, there's no question. In terms of teams we truly rank as contenders or right beneath that, they've been yeah. as bad as it gets. So yeah. They'll have to show that. that. But that, to your point, that's why it's so key that you get the two. Yeah. Because then you're going through two rounds that's right. here where you're on pace to break the franchise record right for, for most wins. Yeah. Most but home wins. You got to get through the rest of the regular season. A winning percentage. That journey continues uh, tonight against the Houston Rockets. Next story. All right, this is uh, an interesting story uh, that may have implications for uh, draft selections uh, in April's NFL draft. Jalen Carter, the stud defensive uh, lineman there for Georgia, who is a projected top five pick, top four pick at bottom, um, has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection to that crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Uh, the Athens, the Athens Clark County Police Department issued the warrant obtained uh, Wednesday by the AP. Alleges that Jalen Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition, driven by the recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler Lacroix, which led to the January 15 wreck. He is in Indianapolis for the combine as we speak, um, <clears throat> and he was going to speak to reporters as like you do when you're at the combine. But uh, a league spokesperson told reporters that he would not be speaking Wednesday because he and five other players were still conducting physicals. He has released a statement in the last 15 minutes, and this is what he said. Uh, This morning I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports also have circulated this morning containing inaccurate information Concerning the tragic events of January 15th, 2023, it is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind that when all the facts are known, that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. So that is what Jalen Carter said um, in his statement. Police investigators determined that alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed were significant uh, contributing factors to the crash. They did the toxicology report uh, that indicated that Chandler LaCroix's blood alcohol concentration was .197, which is more than twice the legal limit there in Georgia. SUV that she was driving was traveling around 104 miles an hour right before the crash. So it's a a tragic situation. Wow. and it's 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 obviously a bit difficult to talk about because none of us were there, and all we know is what is being reported. Um, you know, was he racing? I don't. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, if 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 her car was going 104 miles an hour and his car was traveling the same speed, that would seem to indicate racing. It suggests it. Yes. Again, proving it. Court of law. Right. You know, I'm sure an attorney would tell yeah. Jalen, let's talk. Yeah, so, know. again, I just don't. This one, it's just so eerily similar to, to another high-profile prospect, Brandon Miller, on the, you know, on the other side because you're talking about a, 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 a you know, highly sought-after prospect that's going to go high in the draft. You wondered how much an incident in which they were involved but not, in Brandon's case, not criminally charged. This one, there's two misdemeanor charges. Right. Yeah, you know, that that part of it. Yeah. How much will it will it will it drop any of them? We've seen to come to the conclusion <laughs> yeah. that for Brandon Miller, it might not mean much. You know, he answered a few. Clearly, he's going to be asked about this. And and John, if he was scheduled to speak at one point and they they cut it, clearly they didn't know that this was going to drop 
at all, right? He he knew he had a case. This had happened, but they didn't think that this was going to be public before that combine, if they had scheduled a, a a meeting with reporters just to talk openly. Right. My sense is. So is yeah. You know, does it the timing of this? You know. Yeah, my sense is it will not impact his draft spot. I mean, I just don't. You know, he's it's a, and this is just the truth of it. These are misdemeanor charges, and you know, again, I've it's a it's a tragic situation. Lives were lost. That's the most important thing. Yeah. But were their own choices made? Right. I mean, you made the decision to get behind the wheel with a blood alcohol content level of point one nine seven. And you decided that you were going to get in, engage in the race and go 104 miles an hour. Could have said no. You could have decided not to do that. You know? I mean, I feel like there's culpability there on the parts of the people that were participating in this. Mm-hmm. It's not just about Jalen Carter. And obviously, yes, it's tragic that, you know, lives were lost. But those were direct results of decisions that were made. I mean, we can't deny that. You know? I mean... I don't know. I don't want to be insensitive about it, but I just kind of feel like that was, you know, it, it may, you're putting other people in harm's way by doing that, you know, that are on the road or what have you. Like, I think about, uh, you know, Henry Ruggs, right? I think about him and, and how that young woman and her uh, dog were just innocently driving on the street at a red light and boom, dead because Henry Ruggs was, you know, drinking or, you know, going to whatever he was going in his new car. I mean, you know, so I, I don't know. My patience for these kinds of stories when it comes to, you know, doing ill-advised things behind the wheel, you know, kind of thin, kind of thin, you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what the upshot for Jalen Carter is. That's correct. I mean, it's coming from teams like the Bears in that predicament. What you just said, they're gonna, they're gonna weigh all that. Yeah. You know, how, how, how involved he was in this. It's a bad decision the, to engage he, in it. You know, is there any pre? You have to. Because you have to see, because you never know, especially in the in in some of these college towns. Like, have there been previous incidents? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you that need to know up. that about sure. Carter. Sure. And 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 I'm getting into this because my Bears could very well be the team that's traded down to four, or whatever it is, and they're considering him because Will Anderson's off the board. Right. And so they'll ask themselves these questions: How involved was he? Uh, to your point about the 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 other driver's decision in this case. Um, there's all of that to be weighed. So I, I don't think it's insensitive here. This is, yes, it's it's a tragic story, number one. Just like the Alabama thing, where you end up talking more about, unfortunately, you end up as us, with, especially with these drafts coming up, you end up talking more about what's it going to do to a kid's draft site. But remember, lives were lost, all that as well. So it's, 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 it's a sensitive topic, John, but I don't think we're being insensitive in talking about questions that front offices and everything else are going to be asking. It is crazy how there are parallels between this and the Brandon Miller thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like it is. Mm-hmm. In that case, at least according to Brandon Miller's attorney, he brings the gun. Right. Unknowingly, he says, even though there was a text to bring it, brings a gun to the to the location where the, the, the 23-year-old woman is killed. It, it, I, and they're both going to be like, what, top five picks? Right. I think for, in terms of Jalen Carter and, and probably Brandon Miller as well, it's it's less – a criminal matter than a an ethical personal dealing with matter like how are you going to live with the fact that you know if, if in the case of Jalen Carter he encouraged this and egged it on and n- knew you know that everybody had been drinking you know mm-hmm. right that's wrong that's 
clearly wrong. Criminal proceedings? Is that a thing you could, you know, I don't know. It's not really my place. I don't, I don't know. Brandon Miller, same thing. You know, yeah, you didn't pull the trigger, but did you bring, did you facilitate, you know, knowingly, unknowingly, that murder? Right? I mean, these are, these are things that they're, they're going to have to deal with, you know, beyond the court of, you know, law. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that, that, that feels like something to me, like as, a, as, a, as a human being, it would be something I have a hard time. I, I don't have the story in front of me. Do you have an incident date? Just out of curiosity. January 15th. For so Jalen Carter. Been, yeah. And to, before this, there, there, nothing leaked out about this happening at it, outside of it, nationally at least. Well, we knew about the crash. Okay. But I think these are new. These are new details. I mean, I'm assuming they've been investigating it for the better part of a month and a half, and so that they've they've uncovered, they've gotten all the data and stuff. You know, speed, things like that. You knew of his involvement in the crash before today, before these details came out. You already knew that, as we'd been talking about Jalen Carter as a prospect and everything yeah, else. Well, you, yeah, no, you knew no, he had no, been involved that, in that, a wreck. That, that, it, that I think that, is new. Yeah, that I think. I, I don't believe we the, did know that. I think we knew that there well, was. Well, and I shouldn't say yeah. he was involved in the wreck. I guess. I guess well, that's kind of misstated. He was at the He's scene, at the scene yeah, of he was, one. Yeah. He wasn't involved in the actual no, wreck. All we knew was was about the the. But that's what I'm saying. You didn't have information. Right. Yeah. The new information was that. Jalen Carter was there. Because I've been sitting up here talking about, we've been talking about, hey, Bears going to take him, Bears going to take him. Right. Best, and no, this it was hadn't just, come up. So. It was just the crash happened and, with Chandler LaCroix, right, right. Kevin Willock, that, the, other, right. the other lineman as well. Yeah. Okay. I think I guess I guess that's right. Like We didn't know about Jalen Carter's involvement in the entire scene, in the entire evening. But, again, you know, and, and I guess because the, the, the lives were lost, I feel really, really sick. For you know the family of Devin Willock, who was an uh, an unwitting passenger for all he knew, right? I mean, he's he's just it, it, it's a tragedy. It really, truly is. No um, you know, and I I think some I think that the, you know are there how how similar is it to the Brandon Miller thing? Maybe it's very similar. You know, they're maybe, just parallel. I don't. Yeah, so I'm just careful. Stop short saying something, but there are parallels. Yeah, right. Decisions, so, which I that, guess you could say is also saying another form of saying there's similarities. Yeah. Um, just a sad situation, man. And we'll see. I, my my sense though is that it will not impact his draft position. I don't think he will become. Uh, he'll go from being a top four pick to a, a second rounder or a third rounder. I just even though Laramie Tunzel, like he dropped for weed. It's crazy to look back on that. Like we, <laughs> he I dropped. For, I think it was the timing of that that killed him more than anything. Yeah, because I mean, if it that was, happens like draft night or it something. It was right, right on draft night. If that it's happens, still crazy, a couple of weeks, and you, you got know? a chance to talk to him, like. He probably doesn't drop, you know, because and it, again, consider what what the offense in that yeah. case. It used to be it a was, real. It was the timing of it that sunk him. Yeah, no, it was, it was. It's just kind of crazy, like how society evolves. Because it used to be a thing where if you caught like a, you'd get like pictures of, of a tiger like smoking weed or something, and it'd be like oh, 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 and now it's like, who cares, you know? I don't, whatever. <laughs> you know, maybe that's just me, but it's it's just I don't know. It's it, the way the world has has uh, has 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 moved on. It's just crazy. But yeah, this is a uh, sad situation. Again, I don't think it will impact his stock. We shall see. But uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Next story. Aaron Rodgers says he's got an inner peace during his four day darkness retreat uh, after it uh, that he came out of last week, and uh, but says he's he's almost ready to reveal 
whatever decision came out oh, of the darkness. Oh, thank God. Now, now, here's the thing, and I, and I heard a little Are bit Are you sure he's almost ready? Frustration in Chris Canty's voice this morning, and I've shared a similar frustration. You, you signed up last year. Hello, darkness. Supposed to have shown a commitment friend. then, and yet here we are again with you having, what, 50, 60 million coming this year, and you want to waffle, and you want to act like, well, it's about what Green Bay's going to do. And Green Bay says they're waiting on an answer from you. Aren't we all tired of this? And when, I guess, uh, Gutenkuntz was asked early this week about basically, do you want him back? There was a but in the answer. And at some point, if you are Green Bay, aren't you ready, mm-hmm. right, to say enough of this? We did it last offseason with you. feels like every offseason. You signed the deal. We cannot keep going through this, especially after a season in which your play did deteriorate. Like we finally saw a little bit of that. Nobody's saying you can't go back out there and be great, but in a year where times where we're paying you $50, 60000000 million, we're not making the playoffs, right? Is that healthy for our organization, especially at your age? Yep. And so some t- at some point, and you'd think it's now, considering the fact that man talking about he had to go to a darkness retreat and still hasn't given you an answer, common sense would slap Green Bay upside the head and say, man, we got to pursue all opportunities. Absolutely. We have got to move on from Aaron Rodgers because you know why? It ain't worth it anymore. It, it, it's, it's, that, it's that simple. It's not. Look at last year. It's not worth it anymore. You, there are a bunch of different ways to skin a cat. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer, but in holding on for too long, you'll never know if Jordan Love was the, uh, could do it or not. And you've wasted, wasted, wasted picks, everything else, uh, in terms of kind of halfway, being halfway, one foot in, one foot out with them. Uh, the guy's waffling on you. And so in the end, I think if you're Gutenkunst in the Green Bay, and, and, and this guy's literally still putting up headlines about, yeah, almost ready to tell him something, but not sure yet. Oh, it is not worth it anymore. So I, if, if I were Green Bay, I'd be, I'd be pursuing all trade options and trying to move on from Aaron Rodgers because that's, that's it. It's been one Super Bowl. It was great. He's a Hall of Famer. It's time to move on before you bury yourself even deeper because of this dude. I agree totally. Um, with that being said, I wish the Raiders would get involved because I just want to be entertained. You know, I, I know that my franchise is not going anywhere. I know that we are basically a Devontae Adams like decline away from being like bottom feeding in the league. So at least let's make it entertaining. But if I'm the Packers, where you have two really solid running backs. You've got a really good defense. You've got some stud young receivers that, you know, Christian Watson was like one of the hottest receivers in the NFL at the end of the season last year. Caught like six touchdowns in three weeks or something crazy like that. I mean, dude was on fire. You've invested a high pick in Jordan Love. It's time to start that clock because, A, he's going to want to get paid, you know, and that rookie contract's going to run out. Um, And, B, why subject yourself to exactly as you said – this rope-a-dope every single year with this prima donna going to a uh, retreat, drinking ayahuasca. With a contract signed. Wearing a diaper at a darkness retreat. Like, let's, you know, let's get off this ride. What's it yielded anyway? You haven't won a Super Bowl since Derrick Rose played at Memphis. What are we talking about? You know? It's time to, it's time to, you know. Well, Aaron's got an answer for you. Which is what? I don't want to drag anybody around. Bro, yeah, that's all you ever do, bro. Look, hold on, just calm down. Look, I'm answering questions about it because they asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it, John, if you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, just tune it out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough, and then we'll go down (laughs) that road and be really excited about it. (laughs) He loves to just make the world wait on him. That's what we're talking about with Aaron Rodgers. 
And I just keep going back to, dude, you are not the guy with seven Super Bowls. Yeah. Because you sure act like you you are. Yeah. Uh, sorry, he won the Super Bowl in, in the in the second year of the Passioner era. It wasn't quite Derrick Rose, but you get the point. It's been a long ass time since Darren Rodgers has been relevant to that. But you'll take him discussion. all day long, so he can jerk y'all around. Well, yeah, I mean, I got nothing else. To, I got nothing to lose. You know. Yeah, you do a shot at one of the quarterbacks next year. Just tank and and just take the take the bad season. It's got to happen, John. Yeah. I just went through one. It's crazy. Hey, and, and I'm on the other side, shiny. I wouldn't like say you're Shank, on the other side. Like Shawshank I mean, Redemption, premature there. What are you talking about? We're about to have all uh, the you, assets. No, you still We're in the tunnel. about to have 20 picks. you still in the tunnel. Draft runs through us. Yeah, but you got to, like. No, nah, we we coming out. There's no way polls can mess this up. I mean. We coming out that. on the other end, shiny. The like Raiders, Andy the, Dufresne. The Raiders had a lot of picks. And what what that what they get out of that? Well, you're a clown franchise, a clown owner. Yeah. So, anyway, I just, I, I'm with you. Like, I feel like it's just a lot of of pageantry and a lot of hubbub for a guy who is a good quarterback. If you need to think about it after we'd signed a deal last year, roll. Right. Like at some point you got to put your foot down as a businessman. Oh, I think the Packers are there. Like I do. He better be. I think the Packers are there. So they'll just go with Love, who, by the way, when he got hurt in that game, I can't remember who it was against. Was it the Chiefs? No, it wasn't the Chiefs. It was somebody, though. Mm-hmm. It was somebody where Jordan Love came in at the half and was, like, awesome. Um, like, I, I think – they should be there. I think they should be ready to, uh, you know, move on and, and embrace the guy that they clearly believed in. I mean, Jordan Love is going into his fourth season. It's time. It's time to pass the torch. We'll find out if he's really a quarterback or not before he's out of there and you never even really found out. Don't let him go somewhere else. It could cause good Koontz's job. He goes somewhere else, Jordan Love's good, right, and you wasted all your time with Aaron Rodgers holding you hostage. Yeah. That'll cost him his gig. It was the Eagles. That's who Jordan Love came in, came in against uh, and played pretty well. Yeah, don't be so sold on him yet, though, John. I'm not don't sold on him, but I'm saying, like, hey, you know, it's probably – You're time time past – time to see what you got. Yeah. Might not be time past – either way, time well, to see if you got something behind him or right. not is the Because point. here's what I know. You know what you got with Aaron. You just saw it. It didn't make the playoffs. Exactly right. Exactly right. Like, Period. Like, I don't need to deal with this roller coaster of – you don't you don't like the receivers. You don't like the, our the drafting. The roller coaster is why Devontae's gone. Exactly right, and because Aaron Rodgers is selfish. Like Aaron Rodgers took the money and he didn't care about it. Devontae Adams, and they play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh, you don't like your receivers because you took all the money, dog. You took all the money and you ran your best, the best receiver in the NFL away because they had no more money. They had to pay him. You know he wanted to get paid, but then you complain on the back end that you don't like your weapons. It's like, bro, you cannot have it both ways in this league, you know? Like, look at Mahomes. Mahomes had Tyreek Hill, but he knew that because he took that $500 million deal, which was still team-friendly, mind you, Up front. that he was going to suffer, you know? And he, and he won a Super Bowl with you, me, and Antonio Barton. You know, I mean, that's that's what he did. So why'd you say AB is just strange? Just, just random, random I'm, really random reference. That's well, pretty good there. Though. His receivers AB. are random. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like AB though. Yeah, basketball. His, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Justin Watson, Kadarius Tony, Juju. Juju. Who, he got hurt though. I guess he. I guess he did play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, and he actually played pretty well. He's the one that got the uh, yeah the whole the call. Yeah, that y'all still can't get over, man. Get over it. Call it the same. Get get over it. If I'm over it, believe me. If it's a penalty in the last two minutes, it's a penalty. All right? That's the bottom you line. You don't decide the Super Bowl on a call. That's what that 100%. ref did. 
Well, you can't not. After letting it go all game long. And I'm not going back there with you. You're deciding the Super Bowl potentially if you don't call it. So I'd say if you commit the crime, you do the time. That, well, you saw that pass wasn't getting caught, so you're not you're not deciding well, the Super Bowl. We can't possibly not know that. That now, pass was uncatchable. Well, don't you don't. Why don't, have you ever thought about not holding, not cheating? That's the problem in this society. Y'all, y'all willing to cheat as long as it gets the job done. See, I dis- I disagree with that. Do it the hard way. Pull up your bootstraps. Be a real American. Don't try to take the shortcut, and don't be mad when people enforce the law. All right, you go 45 miles over the speed. If you go five miles over the speed limit, you should go to jail. 40, 45 and a 40, jail. I'm sick of you and the Chiefs. Just move to KC. Period. You do the field of 68 show from there. <laughs> no, I want to do the field of 32. And we're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Win again. Win again. Now you act like they're your team and not your division rival that owns you. What would you do you. if you were me? What would you do? Not that Kevin Durant. If I can't beat him, join him. Crap, you doing? I just, I just, you bet just on gave him. up. I just bet on. Him. That's all I do. That's, that's, that's how I. You just hand over all your respect. Yes. Everything to him. I have your none whole for inner the being. Yeah. Would you? Would you sound you? like a, you sound like a fan of them folks? I'm a fan of what just Mahomes does down. week to week, and that's what Aaron Rodgers doesn't do. Patrick Mahomes goes out. He goes out there and he delivers week after week after week. And what does Rodgers do? He he craps himself in a darkness retreat and complains about his receivers. Enough. Yeah. Keep, Enough. Keep your betting life and your fandom separate. In this case? Because your favorite teams and players are becoming the ones that win for you. and that gets, That's right. It, now you starting to sound like that radio show host in Atlanta. You play for me. Oh, no, that's not true. That's not you true. You play for me. I've, <laughs> I've never said you that. You failed me. I've never. Well, that, if, you, if you have You lost me. John Martin a bet. You failed him. And you're on his bad list. He'll probably talk bad about your career. I'm trying to think of who, ha- who has Let's really be- burned me. Who has really burned me in the past? I really can't think of one off the top of my head. Aaron. Aaron burns me. He does. All the time he burns me. He burned me well, the big. Well, bu- the Buccaneers were burning you this season. They were, yep. But Aaron burns me a lot. Tom Brady burned me the most. Aaron's close second. Because mm-hmm. I remember distinctly, they were like down at the half at home against the Jets and Zach Wilson. Yeah. And I, and I made a pretty de- decent wager uh, uh, on the Packers at the half. That folks got blown out at the crib by Zach Wilson this season. This very, season. So very disappointing. I mean, I would Green look if I'm Green Bay, let's move on with it. Let's get on with our lives. Let's see what we got in Jordan what I'd Love. Be saying. And let let Aaron be uh uh Robert Salas problem. You know? Like let him go be somebody else. Let him go underachieve and complain somewhere else. Cause I'm over it. You're not even producing anymore, man. I want to see him in front of that Jets media so they can tear him up up there in New York. Was he even good last year? laugh at him in his face in some of those ads. That's the problem. It's like, bro, you ain't even even doing it like that anymore. No, I I don't think he's done, though. He's not done. Last year. But he, look, he, I mean, he he threw 12 picks last year. That's like damn near the uh, league leading. Not far off. But you saw the signs of him in the back half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like you saw the signs again. Absolutely. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Hey, it's March. We hadn't even talked about that. It's it, the calendar has turned to March, bro. I'm entering the open. Wake I mean, up. It's time to it's time to get serious. So uh, Katrina Merriweather is going to join us at 1:25, as it could be a momentous March for her program. Get into all of that and more. Stick around, Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.